Oh my god, what has been happening today? Have you, have you had a good day? I have. I've had a wonderful day. I did some things, I did some cooking, bought some more tins. <laughs> fucking, what a good day. Well, today I um, picked up more bloody amiibos. What amiibos? Um, so there's new Splatoon 3 amiibos, new Zelda ones, and then also Thick Boy Ganon. He is thick. He is. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Hello there. Welcome to it. It's the King's Keg, episode four, recorded on November 17, 2023. I am Maz, a D&D first year, ready to learn. And with me, as always... A big dusty old hat ready to sort me into some sort of hot forgotten realms house. It's smart. <laughs> it's me. I am 80% law master, 20% monster slush, I guess. <laughs> well, welcome to the Welcome to the King's Gag. <laughs> Today we will be going over some law. I'll I'll be having a hot listen to that. Uh, then Spud will tell me all about a monster from the monster manual and I'll give it a hot draw. I'll give it all my best, and we'll finish up the show with a bit of a one-shot scene. Some of my favourite moments are all happening inside this podcast. I can't tell you how excited I am. Would you like to get into it? Let's Shall we hit it? the books? Yeah, let's hit the books. Righto. Today, Matt, in the law section, we are talking about the cult of the dragon. Have you heard of the Cult of the Dragon before? The Cult of the all? Dragon. No, but yes. I mean, does it, is it attached to kobolds at all? Because I know they're quite fond of the old dragons. Probably somewhere in the lore, but nothing I read anything about, huh. to be honest. But, all right. All right, I will, I will start the sermon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So the Cult of the Dragon, also known as the Followers of the Scaly Way. What <laughs> a piece of shit name, the second one. Is. Yeah. The Followers of the Scaly Way. Get the fuck yeah, out someone, of here. Someone suggested that in one of their team meetings, and they were like, oh, my God, Barbara, what are you doing? I just think it's nice, you know. It's not so scary if we call it the followers of the scaly way, you know. She sounds like a fucking Doctor Who fan, I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sure they, I'm sure they had Doctor Who fans in 902 Dale Reckoning, DR, mm. which is when the cult started. And actually started as a bunch of purple robe-wearing semi-religious zealots that worship dragons. Oh, the scaly way. Oh, they have outfits, Mm, don't they? They are like... They do. They're they're probably more about those hot robes than anything else. Yeah, you don't really join because you give a shit. It's all about the drip, you know? (laughs) Give me Zant. Skyward Mm -hmm. Sword Zant vibes are going to get a hot licking (laughs) by one of these boys, I tell you what. (laughs) So when they came about, there was a powerful archmage called Semester or Samister. It's one of those pronunciations. Don't come for me, you fucking internet, you. Um, (laughs) Who was once, and this this archmage, he was actually once a chosen of the goddess Mistra. Now, do you remember who Mistra is? Yeah, she she got uh, her, her weave snatched by that bitch... The Shadow Bitch, whose name alludes Shah, the Shadow Bitch. Uh, She died for a bit. That's the whole spell plague popping off. Yeah. yeah. She'd be back. She's back. 
She's back through the pantheon, all the gods. Occasionally, the gods will have those who they take special interest in called Chosen. So, Samister, he wanted to say Semester, like he's got more studying to do. Um, (laughs) He started the organization after finding this rare text. And it was this like ancient tome. And he was convinced that one, like the, that this book spoke the future and that one day undead dragons would rule the realms. Really? So he was like, okay, I've got to help this along. So he began to write a tome with a ritual and rituals in it to turn dragons into things called dracoliches. <gasps> well, that sounds vampiric. It kind of is. A dracolich has a, a fuck ton of rituals done to it. And it has this thing called a phylactery. 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 Where it keeps its soul and its spirit intact. And say, me and you, Maz, you've got your wizard hat on, I've got my big glowing magical sword, and we've got an army behind us. We kill a Dracolich, right? Yeah. It disintegrates. Now, unless we can find its phylactery, the fucking thing's going to come back. Oh, it's fucking spawner. It's got his, it's got his spawn set at home. His little it does. If we don't find yeah. that and pop it out, so he gets the message. Well, your bed's been obstructed. Back to the, back to the limbo with you, motherfucker. Oh, that, how exciting! That's right. So, so he wrote that, and people started to kind of worship it. All these freaky boys and girls in their robes started to follow the cult. So in 905, Dale Reckoning, Dr. The cult had spread wildly across the Sword Coast, and. The cult had also convinced various dragons to undergo the ritual to become drag- dragoliches. Oh, my God. How would you think that would have been? It would be like, hello, mate, how you doing? Uh, could I interest <laughs> you in eternal life? I do have to turn you into an undead nasty boy. But, hey, yeah. we're, if you, if, if, as long as you have one of these boys, little phylactery, you can keep returning. The amount of trust involved in that. Because dragons probably live for a long time, hey? They're probably like, what? why do I need this? Why do I need you? <laughs> they do, they do. But, you know, dragons are notoriously... They've got massive egos, um, both evil and good dragons for the most part. But also, while they can live for thousands of years, you know, being basically immortal has its perks, right? Yeah. So this guy, he did manage, and with, along with the cult of badasses, he did manage to convince a lot of dragons to undergo the ritual and become Dracoliches. Mm. All hail Dracoliches. You're going to rule the world. Way lads on top. So, <laughs> so specifically, it's the Dracoliches that are going to rule the world. That's, that's his whole thing. And he's creating them yes. to do that. Basically, the whole thing was, we're going to turn these dragons into dracoliches, they've got to rule the world, and when we do that, we're going to bring all in to all of the civilizations and other creatures of the world. Good God. Scorched earth policy. (laughs) Basically. I mean, it's genocide. Yeah. All right. So, okay. So, this boy, where does he fit into that regime of things when the the dracoliches take over? Is he like, well, you've got to keep me alive because I've got your fucking phylactery. At this point, man, he's gone so far into the Scientology, he just believes everything. Wow. So there were occasions, right, where dragons would not be down, you know. Mm. A dragon would be like, no, nah, how about you fuck yourself? I'm all yeah. good, I've got powerful... You know, because a lot of mag- a dragons are actually really powerful spellcasters themselves and ma- magic users. And well, Actually, another thing about the Soul Shard, the Phylactery I should tell you, you have to feed it souls. Mm. Yeah, I knew there'd be a catch. 
<laughs> yeah, to kind of <laughs> to kind of keep going, which is just fucking horrendous, uh, mate. I can't imagine a soul is easy to get a hold of. You know, you're not ordering that on Uber Eats. Yeah. Not really, no. No, you're not getting it on um, Wagon Boys or whatever the equivalent would be in the Forgotten Realm. Two tankins of honey mead, uh, some spring rolls, and some oh fucking God. souls, please. Your Wagon Boys are three days down the street. Please, please keep your phone near you. So when when dragons wouldn't willingly partake in the ritual the cult were crafty bastards they'd kind of manipulate them what might actually happen is the mayor of a town may be a cult of the dragon representative and he he hires us to go get rid of this dragon that has been assaulting the land yes we go there under the guise of we're saving things we fuck up the dragon and as the dragon's dying the cult of the dragon shift in and be like hey man you know that fucking ritual we could save your life and give you so there's they manipulate the events because yes. they want more Draculiches, so which is a bit fucking creepy. I mean, they're wearing the robes for it, you know. It's I'm here for them, but you know, it, they're doing what it says on the tin. Look at them. I know we stabbed you heaps, but it's all part of a ploy. You would like? Would you like to be undead forever? Just sign here. Very nice. And what colour would you like your phylactery to be? Because um... <laughs> we don't have many blue in stock, but we've got plenty of fucking purple. It's a yeah. bit common, I know, as far as phylacteries go. <laughs> so this basically went on for hundreds of years, right? So at that point, it was 905 DR. Yeah. So we're going to jump ahead to 1480 DR, oh, which is closer... Hell. Closer to the time kind of where the realms are based at the moment. So at this particular point in time, there was a bit of unrest in the cult. And basically, Semester or Semaster or whatever the fuck his name is, got knocked off. He got replaced, right? By a gentleman called Severin Silrajan. All right, Seven Sam. Sev took over from Sam. And he was like, no, the old prophecy that we've been fucking around with for 500 years was wrong. What we need to do now is like get all the living dragons that are happening and all of the power that we have gathered. Mm-hmm. And you know what we need to do? We need to bring back the evil goddess of dragons, Tiamat. Oh, Jesus. So, all right. So the cult wasn't evil enough for Seth. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Tiamat is the goddess of evil dragons. And Tiamat has a dragon neck and head of each of the evil dragon species. She's stuck in the abyss. So she's stuck in... Yeah, she's she's in the abyss because she's got too many fucking heads. You weren't gonna, you're not going to fit in the prime material plane, love, unless you get a hairy. Oh, my God. <laughs> so old mate Sev, he, he's like, look, ladies and gents, um, we've done pretty well for 500 years. We fucked some shit up. We've got some good things happening. We need to summon Tiamat from the abyss and uh, bring her to the material plane where she can fucking scorched earth everything. What do you reckon? Well, that's just... I mean, you've escalated the plan, Sev. Sam was doing it nice and cash. He was just making deals, selling factoriums or whatever the fuck they're called. Um, (laughs) Phylacteries. Phylacteries. uh, I mean, oh, this is a bit extreme. Mm. But was the cult into it? I mean, look at what they're wearing. They're yeah. probably like, finally, fucking Sam was dragging his feet. I tell you what. You're not going to really say no, to be honest. This is true. You're in the room with the Dark Council, and yeah. you you want to be the guy who puts his hand up and goes, mm, what if we don't do that? 
Well, you're probably going to be vaporized. <laughs> now, what I want to actually do is I just want to sh- I'm going to send you a couple of pictures of what Dracoliches look like. Mate, it's fuck. They are scary shit. Look at them. Look at them. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you are a dragon and you are buying into this new life of yours, is it worth it if you're going to look like hot bones with You look like a garbage prawn. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> garbage prawn. So the reason the cult is, like this cult has been so epic for so long is they just are like any kind of crazy religious faction in in the way that they have people within all levels of office, nobility, all the way to, from your like lowly street beggar all the way up to people in high places like duchess, dukes, kings even in places. So that's where they get all of their wealth. And uh, yeah, they continue to operate to this day. I mean, I have some thoughts about old mate Sev taking mm. over from Sam, promising all mm. these big things and then actually not actually <laughs> <laughs> fulfilling said thing. It's like, it's it's typical politics. It's like, <laughs> we yep. need new leadership. We need to be more evil. Yeah, fucking right, <laughs> we do. And then, you know, another thousand years later, well, you still haven't actually summoned Tiamat the heavy. Well, <laughs> mate, we've been trying really hard, though. Mm. I think you'll find. That is my section. On the Cult of the Dragon, Mats. Love it. Love hey. it. We'll be right back right after this. Bray. Hey. By now, I bet you're thinking, man, I love this show. I really wish I could have more of it. And guess what? You can. It's time for a shameless plug. That's right. Deluxe versions of the show are available over on our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash thekingskeg. Currently, there are four levels of support available. The Kegsman, the Pint Smith, the Gallon Guard, and the VIP. Each level of support offers its own bonuses and rewards. Some examples of this are Discord access, access to the deluxe editions, which are about 30 to 40 minutes longer than the normal edition with no ads. Ultimate editions, which can be up to about three hours long, where Maz and I edit the episode and have random discussions. There are also things like bonus videos between episodes, you could submit questions for AMA, and various other bonuses. So head on over to patreon.com slash thekingskeg. This is a passion project for Maz and I, and a hell of a lot of fun. So thank you so much for your support, and we'll see you in the King's Keg. Hello and welcome back to the King's Keg. <laughs> welcome to Maz's Monster Manual. Oh, we're going to hit it immediately? Just hit it immediately? Yeah, let's, just, let's do let's it. Let's just go. Let's go. It's your monster manual, man. Are you ready? I am. Oh, Jesus. That's probably what this thing sounds like, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> this week, Maz. Yes. Hold on to your knickers, sir. Oh. What I would encourage everyone to do is while they're listening to the episode, it doesn't matter which version, whether it's the free version or you go for the um, tiers on our Patreon, which I would recommend you get a lot more content and thank you for supporting. That would be awesome. Is what you can do is when you start, when we start this section, feel free if you don't know. And even if you do, draw along while draw Maz is drawing. Me. Yeah. yeah, that's a great idea. If you can draw along with me today, guys. Throw it up to us and we'll share your drawings and we'll have a look at them and we can all have like a, a fucking laugh together. Yeah, go for it. This week, Maz, we were doing a very classic monster, but terrifying, called the Slard. Uh, the or Slard? The Slard. <laughs> Are you ready to take notes? I'm not going to take any notes. I'm just going to draw this right. prawn. 
Okay. Well then, prepare your pen. So, a slard, they resemble large bipedal frogs. Fucking, okay. <laughs> with long, sharp claws, wide mouths filled with pointed teeth and huge heads. Weird, man. All right. Yeah, they are weird, and it gets way worse. Embedded in the, most of their skulls is a fist-sized gem. You don't have to draw it. It's usually under the skin, but there's usually a gem stuck in there somewhere. Right. So they're common types of slards, and there's a lot more, are red, blue, green, grey, and, of course, death slards. <laughs> I mean, you say of course, but fucking... <laughs> <laughs> These things are a pure fucking horror, um, just from what I've told you they look like. Believe but, you know, it. looks are deceiving, but not in this case. <laughs> now, slard, because they're different colours, the way that these things reproduce is fucking horrendous. I fucking knew it. But how they, they actually reproduce is, okay, me and you are adventuring, Maz. See some slard. Big red slard runs over and he's like... <laughs> And he gores one of us. Oh, say I get wounded on the shoulder by a slard. And I'm like, ah, that hurts. We kill the fucking slard and we're like, oh, sweet as brat. I get healed. Everything's fine. We go back to the tavern. We have a pint. We're like, that was fucking sick. Let's order something on um, on <laughs> Wagon Eats or whatever the fuck we said earlier. <laughs> wagon Boys. So we, wagon Boys. So we order something on Wagon Boys, wait for our cheese taco breads to arrive. And... Just as we're doing that, I'm. you see me and I look like I'm in a bit of discomfort. You're like, oh, what's going on with him? And then a fucking slard bursts out of me. Oh, shit. You got alien. Yes, they lay eggs in you. I hate that. Yes. Yes, you get egged. And after some time, they pop out of you. Mm. So, I mean, these things are fucking huge too. These things are like, generally they're between kind of six and eight feet. These are big, big froggies. Fucking hell. So you've got all that to look forward to when you see them. So say a slard, because they kind of level up, right? They're kind of like a modron in the way that with time, a slard will evolve into the next level. Little Pokemon frogs. Oh, God. If this was a Pokemon, I'd be like, peace out. Ash can have this shit. I'm done. (laughs) Some slards are so powerful and so intelligent, they can actually shape change back into the creature that they originally transformed from. So say, you know, say we've sat there and it's burst out of me and now I'm a slard. Like the slard runs away, it's killed me. You're like, oh no, I'm a spud, quick. (laughs) Later on, the slard's gone off. It's been living for, you know, an extra 30 years or something and it's somewhere. But it's like, I don't want to be a big monstrous frog and scare everyone. It's much easier to be evil if I can just turn into someone. So it turns into me. What? So it shape changes into me, a regular man with big biceps, and then yeah. just runs around town and is me. So they can, like, assume the the appearance of the person that they've kind of, that were spawned from, which is horrendously gross. It's not a good time for anyone involved in any of this. It is not. The slard originate from the plane of limbo. Now, the pl- plane of limbo, you know, we talked about Mechanus, how it's completely order and law. So, like, raindrops fall in the same place, blah, 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 blah. Limbo is the polar opposite. Everything 
is fucking madness. You could have fish swimming through the sky. Rock turns into air. Air turns into Kath and Kim. You know, like, <laughs> just, yeah, like it's just, it's just madness. Like it is a complete realm of chaos. So that's where they come from. Long ago, Primus. Now, do you remember who Primus is? Yeah, he's that singer of that um, Big Brown Beaver situation. <laughs> that's correct, but he's also the overlord of the Modrons. Oh, that's right. Primus, right? The god of the Modrons, law and order, he got the shits with Limbo. He's like, oh, it's so fucking chaotic, and everything in my realm is law. So he was like, okay, I'm going to create this giant ge- geometrically complex stone and imbue it with the power of law. He's like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to fling it into limbo and it's going to fix everything. Oh, is that how it works, mate? Yeah. So he was sick of it. He was sick of like this, this fucking chaos realm. Um, what Primus didn't expect, though, was that the stone would start absorbing chaotic energy and mixing with the lore. And it started spawning weird creatures. And those creatures came to be known as the Slard. And now, instead of like the law stone or whatever he called it at that time, it is constantly spawning slard and is known as the spawning stone. Oh no, what has he done? He done fucked up. He really did. That, in a nutshell, and I hope I have timed this relatively well, are slard slash slardy. They're, they're like clawing you up. To get their, like, business inside you. They're busting out big slard boys. Eight-foot motherfuckers. Mate, I'm just... I don't like them. (laughs) I'll have to see what they actually look like. But what I've drawn... You're not going to like them, I'll tell you that much. Okay, well, good. (laughs) Because the the feeling's mutual, I I would assume. All right, Spuddy. Here comes my hot slad... Oh my god, that is not bad either. You're such, you're such. I like. What's with the dick bulge? He told me they were asexual. They don't need cock and balls when you. Have I mean, to I would, I would have just not put it. anything there. You've oh. just, you've just. <laughs> <laughs> he had long legs, but he's wants to look good in jeans. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to look you, good you. in jeans. That's fantastic, buddy. You've done a blue. Oh, thanks, I'm mate. Send, I'm going to send that one along. So you've got a blue, a red, a death, and a grey there. Ooh. Yeah, they're pretty gross. Uh, oh, look at their backwards knees. Yeah. Yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> oh, look at these boys. They vary a bit through additions like this last one. Look at look, what the fuck's going on here. He's huge. What a huge unit. He's a chonk. He's coming through the portal. He's coming out of a nether portal there. He's like, get out badges popping in from the nether. <laughs> Mine looks a lot more approachable. I might say. He's a bit more jovial, isn't he? <laughs> I mean, I want to walk up to your slide and be like, mate, I'll take two hot dogs for a dollar from you, Carl. Yeah, and he'd be like, <laughs> hey, that'll be just a little, oops, I accidentally scraped you with my claw. Have fun with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pay no attention to my non-bulge. I'm wearing jeans later. (laughs) (laughs) And what did you think of Slants just before we sign off on the Monster Manual? They just... Nothing about them sounds appealing. They're amphibious. I don't like fucking frogs in real life. I don't like webbed (laughs) feet, webbed hands. There's nothing arousing about them. Not that that's important. (laughs) Just want to make that clear. Um... 
<laughs> but they're, they're also te- they're also huge. They're, so they're my least favorite thing, the frog, but really big. Uh, I don't know. I'm not into him. I'll be real with you. The guy coming out of the nether portal with his staff, he looks like yeah. he'd be all right to have a little chat, to be like, hello, mate, how are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just, you know, doing my thing. I've just been to the nether. I've got some glowstone if you're interested, mate. And I'll be like, nah, I'm good. I like how you gave him a voice. Anyway, that was Maz's Monster Manual. I hope some of you drew along. Send it on over to all of our socials. Compare yours to Maz's and then be sad because Maz's is better. But that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. What kind of weird limbo place do you live in where, <laughs> where my drawings are the better drawings? <laughs> <laughs> where we were talking about limbo. <laughs> we're going to phase out for a second and we'll see you in the role play section. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Oh, it's a big bad Beetleborg Christmas for me. Hi there. Uh, I know Spard said this in the first ad break, but I just wanted to reiterate. Our Patreon is hot. For example, this particular episode is like almost 30 minutes longer and packed full of more business. The roleplay section you're about to hear is longer in the deluxe version. The... Friggin' talking about the thing we just speaking about that I can't remember because it was so long ago when we recorded this. Well, we talk about it for longer. Also, the first thing about the cults, the big shadowy cult lads. Uh, We talk about that more as well. So, if you feel like you've got a bit of FOMO over getting all the data, you'd be right. It's all in the deluxe version. Go check it out. Patreon.com slash the King's Keg. And let me tell you a thing or two about the business. As a kegsman, you get some secret live stream action from us. As a pint smith, you'll get the deluxe editions we've been talking about. And there's some other perks there as well. As a gallon guard, we have an ultimate edition which is a commentary track Spud and I do when we're doing our quality control. It's a huge, bloody unit of a thing. It's like three hours long. Put us on while you get your work done. We talk about all sorts of things, not exclusively D&D in that ultimate version. Lots of tangents, lots of good chats. It's a good time. So I, I highly recommend you give it a red-hot go at least once. And let's be real, you know you want to. Anyway, I've spoken enough. Patreon.com slash the King's Keg. Uh, if you don't want to ever hear this kind of lengthy thing ever again, give us your money. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Oh, welcome back to the show. It's my favorite bit because I need a little bit of dopamine after feeling bad about my drawings. <laughs> bit of RP, Spud? It is. It's roleplay time, buddy. First things first, I'm going to send you through your Caddick tour. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm going to need a character sheet. Dirk Firebraid. Oh, a human man. I love that. I'm going to give you some freedom here. What does Dirk Firebrand look like? Or Dirk Firebraid, I should say. What does he look like? Dirk Firebraid, he is just shy of five foot two. Mm -hmm. He is quite on the scrawny side. Uh, But he's a nimble (laughs) boy, right? He's he's a bit scrawny. He's growing he's attempting to grow a beard, right? He's he's got this like prepubescent vibe about him, even though he's well in his 
however, you know, middle ages. But, like, he just can't grow a beard for shit. Like, he envies those who are tall and handsome with wicked beards. And so he's just like, you know, one day, one day it could, it will be me. But he is a bit, he's pasty, scrawny, and his beard is beshevelled and patchy. But he's doing his best. He also knows the magics. Yeah, I mean, he's good at that, you know. He, he, he grew up on it his entire life. So he's, 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 he's book smart up the butt. Yeah, he's been hitting the books his entire life, mainly as a source of, um, you know, refuge from the bullying he got all the way through his childhood. Why can't you even grow a moustache, <laughs> dude? Alrighty. We've got the, uh, the thorough, thorough download on Derek there. Don't Mace. ask me to paint a picture because I've got heaps of brushes. <laughs> oh, mate, you've got a palette full of chop. I can't draw for shit, but I will fucking give you a backstory. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so moving in. Dim the lights, Stephen. Thanks. Sugar-scented air tickles your nostrils as your space gondola carves through the glassy hypnotic waves of limbo. Can we just... Oh, okay. I was about to be like, can we just pause for a second? Because I'm like, you said space gondola. Not something attribute I usually attribute to Dungeons and Dragons. All right, I'm in a space gondola, limbo. <laughs> everything smells of a, a hot bakery. <laughs> You've painted a picture I'm in. Let's go. It would almost be beautiful. The moment would be perfect. It would be serene, if not for the huge toad-like creature flailing after you, behind you and your space gondola, as it weaves and cuts through this trail of colours and rocks turn into squirrels and squirrels turn into pterodactyls and you've got this awe in one hand and you're eh, 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 eh. Pushing the gondola along as this giant toad-like creature chases Fucking after you. Fucking hell. Well, we all know what I, that is. I would like for you to roll. Oh, do we? Yeah, shit, okay. Maybe I don't. A history check. With my plus one... With my plus three, that's 16, 17, 18. 18. You know for sure, being where you are in limbo, there is a big red slard chasing you. This is bad news. Get away from me, you big fucking slut. I told you. I'm not interested in copulating the way you do it. It's nasty. And I paddle as fast as I can. You hear a... Give me that biscuit. And it uh, follows after you. And it starts... pushes its claw into whatever's around it and it seems to be like kneeling on it was a leaf and then it became a piece of stone and then it became a piece of astral drift globe and then it became a piece of wood and it's just how are you even doing this what is happening how did i get here you and i are going to become tummy friends i fucking hate the sound of that mate please you won't hate it when you're screaming in my belly Please stop. Just wait. Just wait. 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 I keep paddling with one arm. I'm frantic. Mm-hmm. I, he's fucking sweating it, this cunt, right? Like, So I, I'm paddling with one arm and I'm going to like turn, focus all my attention as much as I can while I'm still trying to like haphazardly paddle. I've got one other arm outstretched at the slard and I'm going to attempt 
to fire off a firebolt. Oh, righty. Right oh. at his head, the huge head, because they have huge heads, mate. So I'm, I'm just going to aim for the <laughs> biggest part of the cunt. <laughs> uh, all right, go for it. So I'll get you to roll a d20, and then if you can plus five to it. Plusing five? What a hot unit. Shit! <laughs> <laughs> That's a one. That is... That's a natural one, which means <laughs> this can okay. only go poorly. I didn't think we'd have to use this for a while because the maths would say otherwise. But you're <laughs> Shut up. I don't need to talk about it. Statistically, this is very unlikely. What have you done? I don't need that right now, but <laughs> I'm going to get you to roll a D10 for me, please. A D10. And we will see what randomly happens to you. Seven. Um, <laughs> you hear a, what the fuck? As you switch places with this giant frog-like creature <laughs> and he ends up in your space gondola and you are kneeling on what looks like a piece of slate just coasting <laughs> through this rapid uh you know it's kind of like water but you think it's switched into looking like oil i look at my left hand now doesn't have an oar in it i look at my right hand and be like then looking up classic looney tunes cartoon wiley e. coyote Ah, fuck. (laughs) And then I start with both hands, turn this slate around and start paddling through the muck, through the oil in the opposite direction quite frantically. Oh, God, we've got to get out of here. You hear a, oh, what was going on? And you see this giant red slab. He turns in your space condor. Like he's, he can easily like put his long, daggly arms in the water and he starts eh, eh, using it. This is much better than what he was using to chase you before and he starts coming towards you. Um, I look back over my shoulder as I'm trying to frantically go away and I'm like, oh, he's getting closer. And then I look forward and I'm paddling a bit more. And then I look back again and I'm like, oh shit, he's, oh, shit, he's gay. And then I paddle a bit more and then I look back one more time and I'm like, this is pointless. And I just sort of reside myself and I stop and then I turn to face him and then I might try one more time. Uh, Ray of Frost at the gondola. Let's go the gondola. That's a good idea. But what I will say to you is this. Dirk, as you're turning, you notice and it's in with your arm's reach. There is, it appears to be a flask or a potion with like a bubbling liquid on, a, on this, whatever this thing is, drifting past you. You can either cast your spell or grab the flask oh, and okay. drink it here's my question to you Mr. DM mm-hmm. could I cast a spell with disadvantage while attempting to clutch at the potion at the same time I'm going to let you because this is a podcast <laughs> fuck yes <laughs> roll two d20s take the lowest Fucking here we go come on <laughs> Come on, TNT gods. Give me some shit, you fuckers. <laughs> 2d20s. Let's go. The lowest of the... Oh, two <laughs> seventeens. It's supposed to happen. <laughs> Roll a d8 of frost. I'm making up these numbers here. Oh, it's a hot oh and an 8! Maximum damage. 
You got to risk it for the biscuit, guys. You do. Well done. We'll say what happens is you turn after you're going, what the fuck, let's just go. You start casting your spell. You let off the ray of frost. And after your hand passes through the last movement of the summoning of the spell, you reach out and you grab this flask. Gotcha, you fuck. The spell goes off, you hit the gondola, and the front of it completely freezes. And for a second, it gets heavier at the front end. Oh, yes. And it kind of tips forward a little bit, and the front of the gondola snaps off, and it begins to spin. Dirk's eyes widen. He's clutching the um, the, the new potion, but his eyes are fixed on the gondola to just see how this is going to play out to see if he's safe enough yet or or what. The gondola begins to spin and you can see this large red slard. Like, he's got these huge cord hands like up in the air. He's trying to get himself centred and it, it just doesn't seem to be working for him. And then, bang! Right in front of him where it looked like a liquid of various types, a wall of iron just appears and he just goes... He just hits it head on and you see him fall out and disappear under what looks like a mixture of uh, stones and tar and lava and rainbows oh my god this place is whacked i hate it a, a, a little sigh of relief and then attention straight to the to the weird potion that looked good enough to grab for some reason dirk still doesn't quite understand what instincts took over him to grab it in the first place but now he's inspecting it with great sort of curiosity you look into this this kind of weird potion bottle that almost looks like a tear. And when you look into it, it's like a purpling, bubbling liquid. And when you study it a bit closer, these little mouths come up from inside the liquid and appear to be, like, moaning at you. They form a face, and then the face moans and it pops. I hate that. I will get you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, no. Okay, here we go. Fifteen. That is enough. I love that. (laughs) You felt for a moment, Dirk, like this potion was willing you to drink it. Oh, shit. (laughs) Ooh. Do I feel the urge to, like, discard it as quickly as possible? You think the longer you spend with it, it could perhaps get the upper hand on you. Mm. Dirk is going to reactively just tip it out. Just tip it out into the sea of madness. Dirk, you look over the side of this weird drifty slate thing. And as you you pull the cork out the top of it and you are starting to tip it out. And as you do, this large red clawed hand pops out of the water. And the slard has gone under this and is coming up. And you hear it. You see it going, I'm going to. And you just tip it into its mouth. As it as it comes up, and as you tip it in, the red slard's face starts to dissolve. Oh, shit. As it disintegrates and starts to fall back, you see a red gem starting to kind of fall and come loose in the slard's head. I'm going to thrust out my other hand that's not tipping the bottle into this guy's mouth and try to, try to grasp that. You can easily grab it from here. Amazing. You grab it. You have this long red gem in your hands. Would you like to make an intelligence check for me to see if you can find out what this is? No. No, of course I would. Of course I would. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have fucked 
with you. That's a hot one. I've got no idea. <laughs> you you look down and you go, feel like that's important. <laughs> you have no idea. Hmm. I'm just gonna be like, oh yeah, stuff it into my <laughs> stuff it into my pocket. And be like, oh yeah, sure. <laughs> and then you turn and look to where you were going, where the gondola had spun and then kind of failed and gone. And you see a large cliff face that kind of is suspended in nowhere. There doesn't seem to be any substance to it. But you're in limbo, so what the fuck is happening? And within seconds, you're about to go over the edge into God knows where. What do you say as you go over this ledge fashioned with all materials and creatures and weird things in limbo as you fly out into God knows where? Oh, well, this is just my luck! Just my luck! It echoes out into limbo. And all you hear back is, Well, why did you come here, you fuck? <laughs> End scene. <laughs> Dirk. Dirk is not for this world. So you can tell why he's struggled his entire life. Well, my goodness, what a banger of an episode we've had today. As we reset the lights in the King's Cake. Thank you, Stephen, for that. Well, I learned about the cult of the dragon. Mm-hmm. Or, as we like to call it, followers of the scaly way. <laughs> said oh, no one. Said no, no that's one. terrible. <laughs> it's just not right, is it? it? It really isn't, especially when you hear what they're up to. Try to convince dragons to become dracoliches. <laughs> <laughs> so they can live forever as long as you don't find their phylactery. Semester um, or Samester, um, we just call him Sam for short. He set mm-hmm. this whole thing up, right? And he's 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 got the cult started, and then at the peak of its bloody popularity, Sev has taken over. Severin has taken over from Sam, saying, yep. "Oh, we'd be doing it all wrong. So we're going to realign the cult to be more evil. <laughs> let's bring a fucking uh, dragon, evil dragon god in. Come on, yeah. Let's get this bring all back Tiamat. Hasn't done that yeah. yet to as to as much as our knowledge, but uh, you know." His intentions are, are cruel and ready to go. <laughs> then I drew a bloody salami. What are they called? A, a slard. A slard, yeah. Fucking huge hot frogs. Uh, hot's the wrong word. They're just big frogs. With, uh, <laughs> hot is the wrong word. With wolverine situations going on, fangoral, nasty pieces of work, huge units. <laughs> Um, you're not into it. No one is, and let's never speak of them again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that sums up today's episode. Um, if you want more pie, you can check us out on Patreon. The pies are bigger; they're full of media chunks, and some of the flavors you won't expect. Um, mm-hmm. That's all of there. There's a few tiers there. You can have a gander at see what tickles your fancy thanks so much for watching everyone we will see you next time in the realms happy birthday you know who you are bye 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 <laughs> Woo! as always if you want deluxe longer ad-free versions of the show you can jump on patreon.com slash the king's keg find what you like there catch you next time <laughs>